You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Who is this? Sean. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I told you not to call me. Sean is Uh, Joe from Sexy Vampire Teeth. (laughs) Oh, hi. Ah, you you didn't know, right? You You just... We just blindly answered the phone. Surprise! I, just, I said I just got out of the shower. Nice. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to talk about the last house on the left. Sean uh, has never seen this movie until recently. Uh, we kind of picked this movie uh, for a couple reasons. One, Scream is coming out, and that's sort of one of the things that we're talking about this month quite a bit. So, uh, in celebration of Wes Craven, being that Scream is Wes Craven's pretty much last you know, baby, uh, we decided to talk about his first movie, which is Last House on the Left. Uh, the movie came out in 1972, and when I told that to Sean, he asked, they made horror movies in the 70s? And I said, yeah. <laughs> and that was another reason why I'm like, yeah, I, gotta, I gotta pick this movie. Um, yeah, for those of you that don't know anything about The Last House on the Left, The Last House on the Left came out in 1972. It was Wes Craven's first movie. It was produced by Sean Cunningham, which... For those who don't know who he is, he went on to make the Friday 13th franchise. So we got two big names involved in this movie, uh, kind of their first projects, basically. Well, def- it's Wes Craven's first directing movie. They kind of worked on stuff here and there. The movie stars a couple people that nobody really knows. You got uh, Sandra Peabody, who plays the lead character, Mary. Colin Wood. You got Eleanor Shore as uh, Mary's mom. And Richard Towers as Mary's father. Uh... Estelle and John, and then you got your cast of villains, escaped psychopaths so, uh, of sorts. David Hess, who always plays a horrible person, as the character Krug, just Krug. Uh, you got Fred Lincoln as Weasel, and you got uh, Mark Schaefer as Junior, who plays uh, basically Krug's son. Jeremiah Rain, if I'm saying that right, she plays Sadie, Krug's uh, special lady. So these are your like psychopaths. That uh, terrorize this poor woman in the movie. Essentially, what the movie's about is Mary and her friend are going to a concert. I believe, correct? It was a concert. Yeah. Yeah. They go into a concert. They run into these cast of uh, cast of characters, these villains here, and they get kidnapped, tortured, raped, and basically left for dead. Uh, and the movie has quite a bit of a twist at the end, which we'll go into uh, later on. Again, if you haven't seen this movie, you should probably watch it. It's a staple, really. Uh, pretty pretty big movie, but not an easy watch. I'm pretty sure that that was your feelings on this too. But um, last house on the left, what did you think about this movie? Before we kind of go into like details about it, what did you think about it on its face? Well, I can tell you that initially, <clears throat> I turned it off about halfway through, and Makes I sense. was kinda, <laughs> I was disgusted to be honest yeah. with you. I wasn't going to watch it. Um, I was going to tell you, like, hey, let's pick a different movie. Because yeah. I didn't know. I, didn't, I had no clue why you picked this movie. So right. the first thought in my head was, as I'm watching this, why would Joe ask me to watch this, of all things? Right. Now it makes sense. You know what I mean? I did see Wes Craven was involved in all that jazz, but I yeah. didn't get the the other dude that did Friday the 13th stuff. Sure. Because, uh, you know, I don't follow movies like that no i know yeah um but when i talked to melissa about it and told her 
she already saw the movie before. Oh, you know, yeah. like you said, it's kind of a, a, a common movie that a lot of people have watched. Yeah, it's kind of a cult movie. Yeah. Um, she said, no, you should watch it because, you know, your thoughts on it um, may be unique, you know? Yeah. And, you know, maybe it'll be a good time or whatever. So she said, I'll watch it with you. You know what I mean? So we watched it from the beginning again. Nice. I watched it. <laughs> Reliving your trauma. <laughs> yeah, the first part I watched twice. It was easier to watch the second time. Um, the first time I was by myself when I watched it, you know what I mean? And I guess because I had kind of no no one to even talk to, like as I'm seeing this crazy stuff. Like when you think about the stuff in this movie, this is stuff from the ridiculous music to the raping and killing and chainsaw wielding <laughs> maniacs. It's, it, I don't know, man, it fucking blew my mind. Um, I didn't know anything about this movie. And from what I understand, a lot of it, there was a lot of edited versions of the movie. Some yeah. Of this yeah. Stuff, yeah. It was like kind of, um, so they filmed it and added, even more stuff that I did not see, which I'm kind of grateful sure. that they, you know, that they don't show all that, that extra stuff. And I, uh, unfortunately, like I started to read a little bit about the movie on Wikipedia and saw that, like, you know, the guy Krug kind of was an asshole to, to these girls. That's, like that's the rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Like even off camera, like just to stay in character and stuff. And, that's disappointing, you know, because when I'm watching this movie, just like it says in the little ad that you see, keep saying to yourself, it's just a movie, it's just a movie. Right. Well, it sounds like it's not just a movie then. <laughs> if this guy is like fucking yeah. really, you know, really treating this girl poorly throughout the whole filming of the movie. Yeah, that, that, that's been the rumor uh, to the movie yet. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I don't know if there's interviews out there. I haven't seen one. This isn't like a movie I research a lot. I mean, I've seen it a couple of times. I know it, enough about it. But I don't know that, like, there is uh, an interview out there where they talked about that happening. So I don't know if it's just, you know, a rumor to to maybe do this. You know what I mean? To incite more... Discussion? Out debate? Outrage, you know, on it. Like, wow, you know, this is... So there was there's this shit behind this. Oh, you know, that urban legend sort of stuff you hear about movies that, like, oh, this is what happened back, you know, behind the scenes. But, yeah, I've heard that. I don't know. It could be true, you know? Um, who knows? Right. Well... This guy, David Hess. Yeah. He generally plays like a shitty character. You can tell. Yeah. I feel like I've never seen him before. So, like, I don't You know might not have. I don't think he's in movies that you would have really have seen. You know, he was he was singing the songs in this movie? I, I heard. <laughs> dude, the soundtrack that they added to this movie was a fucking weird choice. I don't know what they were going for. Yeah. There's, like, there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie that's very... Um, it, look, it's 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 it plays for shock value, right? And it is, you know, an exploitation horror movie. It is, you know, it's not like polished and you know it has a pretty realistic quality to it, and and that's sort of part of the horror of it as well. The strange thing about this particular movie is there's like slapstick humor of sorts, you know, mixed in there. Like you said, strange music. So they throw these like little strange things in there. I don't know if it's supposed to be a relief from all the horrible things that are going on, or to make it even weirder or worse i don't know yeah I'm, i i don't know myself um doesn't leave you with a good feeling though 
No, definitely does not. Uh, but it, it, it was, um, first off, it looked like it, it looked like the whole thing was filmed like in cold leaks or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> the idea that this whole movie took place, you know, in this wooded area that's right by their house. And, and what are the odds of that, by the way? You know, if you are into statistics and I'm just wondering, <laughs> you know. Well, because, you know, um, they, they wanted that end to work out, you know, and if they were far away, then it wouldn't, wouldn't have happened. When did this movie, f- like, first start to just kind of like, uh, you said you turned it off like a half hour into it, right? So obviously it starts off pretty, like, happy, you know, this girl is, and this girl's, like, very hippie-ish, so is her family, really, like, carefree, happy-go-lucky kind of girl, right? She's going with her friend, uh, Phyllis, I think her friend's name was? Yeah, Phyllis Stone. Yeah, they're going, you know, to this concert, right? And they want to getting caught up in the city. Uh, trying to buy marijuana. Trying to, yeah, right. Oh, it's a cautionary tale. Stay away from the marijuana. Yeah, <laughs> but they, yeah, and and then they just they run into unfortunately the worst people they ever could uh, could have met. And and then they basically start uh, doing shit to them in the apartment. Yeah, they they immediately start fucking with uh, Phyllis. Right, the friend. She gets it at first. Mary right? just. Mary's just kind of watching this in disgust, you know, because Phyllis gets raped right then and there. And then they cut to the morning time and they're carrying her out and throwing her in the trunk of a car to go drive away. Yeah. So, but if you're asking me like, the, you know, for somebody like myself that, that has never seen this movie. Or a movie like it. Yeah. There were um, so many red flags to me you know like apparently this movie was originally gonna be like pornographic yes yeah because you're talking about rapes and stuff and obviously there's a lot of that in the movie they're not like showing that in graphic detail we know it happens it's still pretty horrific because it's got like i said before a realistic approach to it we're not like seeing like you know porno shit but they wanted to have it like that you're right yeah yeah so that makes me wonder like what is that what wes craven was like into i i think it was more about just trying to shock so much that nobody was going to forget mm-hmm. do you know what i mean because it, it, you gotta think of when it came out as well you know what i mean it's 1972 okay. so like you know you know you want to stand out you know there's not a lot of ways to do it and making something like this although there was a ton of movies like this and they made well produced semi-porno kind of movies before this him and sean cunningham that's what they kind of did, you know, like mm. soft core porn of sorts. Um, right. Yeah, I, I feel like this was more for the shock value to, to get people to rec- know who they are. How, how far can we go? You know, because the movie didn't get an R rating. It got an X rating. And mm. the rumor is, is that he kind of like stole an R rating <laughs> to put it in the theater. But I don't think that that, uh, that was really what people were going to give it. You know, and if you, you could see, it's shocking now, and we've seen enough shit, right, in, you know, from our birth to 2022, to be like, yeah, yeah. We've, we've seen our fair share of shit, you know, in, in real life, too. So, like, this still kind of turns people's stomachs, you know what I mean? It's not something I throw on just for fun, you know, I love horror movies, it's not a go-to for me. It's just something I'm, like, more seen historically, you know what I mean? Like, I saw it to see it, and I was like, oh, it's so cool, because I was younger. And now I'm like, yeah, I, I, I know it's there. <laughs> I, know, I know it exists. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Put a, my um, first, it's my first date movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not, like, a feminist, you know? But I've always felt like 
hey, let's try to treat women nice. Do you know? If they're nice, <laughs> that's a good plan. Nice. And this is like, it was so like, I don't know, in your face. Yeah. Well, one of the killers but, is a woman, like we mentioned before. Sadie is like Krug's girlfriend, I guess, of sorts. Right? It's like... Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. It, uh, yeah. Weasel apparently thought that they were sharing Sadie. And that's when Sadie flips out in the beginning and says, hey, I'm not, you know, you need to get some more women in here because this is, you know, I want equal representation. Right. (laughs) So that's when they get, you know, fucking Junior, which, could we talk about Junior for a second? Yeah, yeah, let's go. He's a special kid. Yeah, apparently his, they say that his father got him addicted to heroin. Right. That comes back later. Yeah. And what happens to him at the end of the movie? I don't know if you recall what winds up happening to yes. him. I, I know. I know what happens to, to all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they all get it pretty bad. Yeah. Which but, it, and and that's the buildup. Like, there is a payoff. There is some kind of like satisfaction because these guys do get it. You know yep. what I mean? For all the shit they do throughout the hour and a half or whatever, you know, they they get theirs in the end. But we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I can't help but think that it would have been, there could have been a better ending to this movie. The way that the movie ends, like, I don't know whether or not you, you plan on mentioning, you know. Yeah, like, we'll, yeah we'll get that at the end. Yeah, yeah everybody gets theirs, right? At right. the end. But it's kind of like too late. It's too late. It's too late. The people that were in the movie that deserve to be there, deserve to be alive, were not. Right. And that makes it kind of like raw. Yeah. Oh, because apparently the remake of the movie in 2009. It's a little polished. And it had a different ending. Yeah. You know, it does. Ending it. Oh, uh, you know, like a happy ending. Yeah. I have no interest in seeing that now. Yeah. Being that it's a 2009 mainstream movie that's, like I said, polished with actors that we know. Like I think Jesse Pinkman from fucking. Breaking yeah. Bad, where he might have been like the junior. I don't. I don't remember who he was. And yeah, it it's it takes a lot of the other stuff out. It's almost just like a different movie, right? It, it, you know what I mean? It's just based on the story of. But yeah, it's a completely different ending in, in a way. Yeah. What did you think about the stuff that was going on? They basically take the girls from the apartment to the woods, which is like right by their house, which you mentioned before is very ironic, and that's where yeah. they continue Our, to just fuck with them. The car breaks down. Oh, right, okay. I don't know where they were actually looking to go. I don't know, yeah. I, I don't but, know if they specified, but, yeah. Yeah, so the car breaks down, and they're in the woods. Um, they run to the zany cops. <laughs> oh, my God. What's up with them? I don't know. That Again, like I said, like the slapstick comedy of sorts. It, yeah. It, it, it's it, like, dude, are you trying to paint cops in a bad light? Because why would you choose these goofball-type characters yeah. I mean, I know, I know the deputy is like the guy from Karate Kid and all that jazz. <laughs> uh, whatever the fuck his name is, Martin Cove. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So he's a cool guy now, but back then he's like, uh, he's just playing some silly role. The other guy, though, being even worse, um, you know, with the fucking icing and the cake, and it's like he's yeah. sitting there eating cake, acting but- like. Oh, don't worry about it. Your, your daughter is going to be okay. <laughs> That's a thing that, like, I've seen and we've seen in a ton of horror movies. Like, even recently. Remember the Halloween reboot with the two cops in the car about the sandwiches? Like, you always have two right. the doofy cops talking about something. Scream, which is what we're talking about all month, basically. 
Scream, fucking Dewey, you know, like, he's a bumbling, you know, sort of, like, joke kind of character. I don't know why that is. I kind of feel like, I think the reason why a lot of these horror movies have really, like, doofy police officers is because, like, they're the people that are going to keep you safe, in theory, right? Like, that's that's their job. They're, they're there to protect you. And, you know, if you take away their, like, you know masculinity their seriousness they're just kind of a joke they're no longer like your safe person anymore they're not the ones that are going to save you like there is no rescue you see the cops come like all right good they're they're good now and then these are the cops that show up you're like oh no they're fucked and i think that that's kind of why that a lot of movies do that is because they're just trying to like psych out the the safety factor you know everybody's okay yeah i mean they, they 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 leave the house the car is right there yeah trunk open the guy even says, hey, do you want to check this car out? Nah, we don't got time for that shit. <laughs> Drive away. I couldn't fucking believe it, you know? We got two houses in this neighborhood. We got a house on the left, house on the right. We got to check both of them. I say right first and then left tomorrow. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean, I know it's a movie. You know what I mean? So it's kind of yeah, like... the poster says that. <laughs> it's only a movie. <laughs> just a movie. Don't worry about it. It's just a movie. I don't know, man. The, you know, like like you said, they they get basically stranded in the woods, uh, and then it just gets worse and worse. You know, they they make them have like lesbian sex. Basically, they force them to have uh, lesbian. The first thing they have to do is make they make Phyllis piss her pants. Yeah, yeah. A lot of humiliation. Like, yeah. It's not just like hurting them physically. There's like these guys like humiliate. Like it's honestly, it's like something you read about not really seen a movie you know what i mean in a movie these things are a little bit tamer usually this particular movie it not so much it's pretty pretty graphic stuff i've heard you know and i don't know what i don't know whether this stuff is true or not but apparently the character phyllis stone played by lucy grantham actually pissed her pants yeah again these are these are more like you know you know you know i have a difficult time taking a piss around people (laughs) I, I would never, I would never, you know? Um, but Yeah, I can't man, imagine they made quite a bit of money on this. The budget was pathetic. The budget was like under 100000 but they made like, I think, quite a bit. And I, that might have been what kind of gave Wes Craven some popularity, some right. power. But when, you go by, but when you go by how much some people are getting paid for the movie, it's usually like what's in the budget. Oh, the, oh yes. Right. The actor, yeah. Yeah, the actors and actresses <clears throat> probably got paid. I, I can't even imagine. Oh well, yeah, I mean, they, if you split ninety thousand basically in, um, you know, in, in, into you know all these different actors and then also like crew and equipment. So yeah, no, they didn't make much. They didn't make much. Yeah. So they make they make the girl piss her pants and they also make them. You know, Rube tells Phyllis to basically beat up Mary. Yeah, they fight. Yeah. What kind of fight do you think that would be? Like, realistically. <laughs> if you were Krug, by the way. You know what I mean? Like, what are you... Oh, I don't ever want to be Krug, be in Krug's mind. <laughs> what did you call him in the drawing? <laughs> uh, Sad-Eyes McHandsome. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, wow. The, they listen on the radio, and they hear this alert over the radio. It says these people escaped. And they talk a little bit about who these people are. Like, gives them quick. The, the radio just says a couple of quick summaries, you know, about what these people went away for and what they're known yeah, for. Yeah. Such scum. You know what I mean? Like, well, obviously, little, look at what they're doing. Yeah. 
Right. Weasel is like a fucking asshole. I forgot what they said. I'm, I, I, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say he was a pedophile. I don't think they said uh, he was pe- a pedophile. Pe- peeping Tom, I think. They called him like a peeping Tom. They definitely made references to that like he was sexually violent. Yes. Yeah. It was a lot. So even though the movie ends the way it does, you know, where they get what's coming to them, it was still, it was still di- difficult for me to watch them act in this way. Well, well you didn't know that that, that was going to ha- you didn't know it was going to happen to them anyway. For all you knew they were going to get away with it, you know what I mean? This is a movie that's quite quite different than what you used to seeing. Yeah, and at yeah. one point, you know, they they are running away, you know, yeah. separate yeah, you know, separate instances and I thought maybe somebody was going to get away. Well, right. So so basically towards the end, they they wind up killing both the girls. They kill Phyllis first. I forget. How do they kill Phyllis? Do you remember? She's running away. She outruns the, the weasel and Sadie. Yeah. Right? This is Phyllis who's running through the woods. And she's she runs into this like uh, cemetery, this small cemetery area with a couple of tombstones. I didn't know what that meant. In my head when I saw that, I was like, oh, cool. She's near something. She's near people. She's near a, a, a house that could help. But it was a dead end. And Krug shows up right there blocking... The, so she couldn't go anywhere and then they you know they cut her a couple of times and you know ultimately i think it's Krug that stabs her yeah Me- meanwhile mary is just with junior at this point which is kind of when we get like more of a plot point because we didn't have one the, the whole movie was just these b- girls being tortured so all you're watching is just a bunch of people you know a bunch of guys and a girl torturing these two teenage girls and that's right. it. And you're seeing yourself like, all right, well, what, what, what am I watching <laughs> after a, a while, right? But then we yep. get like kind of a plot point where she's trying, Mary is trying to basically appeal to some kind of humanity in Junior. Some kind of humanity. And she winds up giving uh, him her necklace, which was like a birthday gift that she got early in the movie. Right. And she's trying to convince him to let her go. And, and he kind of does. And as a matter of fact, she tries to convince him to come with her. Right. Because, you know, I guess maybe for someone that, you know, because they, they don't paint Mary as a stupid girl. She seems a little ignorant in the beginning and like, you know, just kind of up in the clouds, but she's not. You know, when she's in a situation, she is sort of trying her best to survive, right? And I think maybe she sees the fact that this guy is not just a psychopath, but like a drug addict. So maybe there's some hope with that, right? And she tries to appeal to him and it doesn't obviously work out because she... While she gets away briefly... She gets raped. They almost get away. The Junior and Mary almost get away. But again, they get cut off by Krug. Right. You know, Mary asks what happened. Did, did she get away? Did Phyllis get away? And Krug is like, no. You know what I mean? She's dead. Like, I, I killed her. Then he rapes her right in front of the other two. That was a difficult scene, too. You know, even though they don't show any actual stuff going on, it was kind of difficult to see Mary get raped in general. But the fact that they made it so, just such an unhappy experience for everyone involved. You'd think, like, oh, maybe Weasel's getting his, you know, getting his rocks off. Yeah, like, they're all, like, kind of, like, yeah. Everybody yeah. looks on it like, all right, this is fucked up. That's when... Mary just gets up and like doesn't even say anything and just starts walking into the water. I I guess her goal was to kill herself. 
I don't know. What? Like it's 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 she's just completely out of it at this point. She's yeah beaten, yeah, broken. Like, yeah, yeah. She, she says just she like, says a, a prayer, you know, or whatever, and she sort of walks oh, into she, the water. Yeah, she does some prayer stuff actually. So that that makes sense. Then then yes, her goal would have been to, I think, kill herself if um, because why would she say that prayer? I, I don't know. Just. For, for, you know, it, it could be, or it could just be for like, say, like some like sal- if, some salvation. I, I I don't, you know. If we say that she snapped right after what just happened, before she decides to actually walk in the water, you know, she says that prayer first. Yeah. So she was kind of coherent there, like like she knew what her her end game was, and then she just walks into this water. Yeah, and she's and, shot. Yeah, Krug just shoots her. She's shot, and she just sinks into the water. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and that's and that's it. You know what I mean? That's it for the girls. And it's sort of like, yeah, it's pretty pretty hard to watch all the way through. And now there's like, oh, they didn't even get away. You know, they're just dead. So these guys who were just horrible, horrible people, they, in theory, won. They got away with it, right? They killed everybody. And then they kind of walk off. And that's when we get our twist. They go... To take refuge, you know, because they don't have a car, in Mary's parents' house. Trying to present themselves nicely, you know, as best they can. And they stay there. And, you know, it's there's a lot of tension because we know what they did. We don't know if they're going to find out. We don't know if they're going to kill the parents. So there's a lot of tension there. It's It starts to feel like, all right, I'm not just watching, like, torture porn. I'm Now I'm watching something. Like, a there's, there's, there's a point to this now. There's some tension. There's a story. That's that's boiling up. What's going to happen? And then it's the necklace that they see on Junior. Yeah, kind of because pe- Junior yeah. going through heroin withdrawal. Yeah, and starts you know doing whatever heroin addicts do if they don't have their stuff. He started losing it. Um, and the parents and the, just yeah they. <laughs> the mother tried to help. You know what I mean? You know they home alone and, the house. <laughs> they do all sorts of shit. <laughs> the um. It gets crazy. They they all get theirs in a pretty bad way because the parents become fucking psychotic after finding out that their daughter's dead, basically. Yeah. And uh, now, who do you think got it the worst? Out of all those people? All right, we'll go. We'll go through it. So Weasel, the mom, the mom. <laughs> this is so fucked up. The mo- isn't it? Why would you have the wherewithal to do that? Why would she agree to do such a thing? And the father's like, whatever about it. Just think, he's like, yeah, do it. <laughs> so, so basically, she, she like pretends to come on to him outside, and she goes to basically blow him, and she does, and she, she bites his dick off. Yeah. yeah, she bites his dick yeah. off. Yeah, and his hands are tied behind his back. Yeah, because she made it kinky. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so... Um, oh, it's so weird. I was like... Because I asked Melissa, I'm like, they didn't show how Weasel died. And it's supposed to be, oh, he was left to bleed to death Yeah. with his hands tied behind yeah, his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. Oh, well, I mean, he, he deserved it, obviously. Right? Oh, I, yes, he did. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It's the weirdest one. Did he get it the worst? No. Um, I don't know who got the worst. I, I don't know. Well, Junior's is sort of fucked up, you know? You mentioned, yeah. you, you, you were mentioning that before briefly. Yeah, uh, at, at one point towards the end, yeah, they, they, um, Krug somehow has this power over Junior, and, um, I think Junior, 
I don't remember now. I feel like Junior may have had a gun because he Junior is forced to put the gun in his mouth and pull the trigger. So he had a gun in his hand. So I think he pointed it at Krug when all this commotion is happening. And that's, I think, when Krug says, whoa, what are you doing there with that gun? Hold on a second. Why don't you take that and put that in your own mouth? And go ahead. It's okay. You know what I mean? You could do it. And for whatever reason, he does it. Um, Well, he's a junkie. Yeah, I mean, he's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, you know, whether somebody is addicted to drugs or not, I mean... I don't know how he would have that type of power. Dude, they go they go out of their way in this movie to show Krug be just one of the most horrible people on planet De- Earth. Definitely. You know? Yep. So, like, yep. he even convinces his son to blow his brains out. Yes. Yeah. And I think earlier at one point when they're driving in the convertible, I think he's, he's having sex with Sadie in the car with the top down as they're having discussions about things, which I thought was fucking crazy. But yes, they definitely paint Krug as the absolute pinnacle of evil. You know, every single thing he does is just terrible. But yeah, so that's, so yeah, now, so Junior's gone, Weasel's gone. It's, uh, you know, Sadie ends up, she, she just gets her neck slit open in the pool. She like, I think, is running away or something, yeah. falls in the pool, and the mother... The mother kills her, yeah. You know, who props to her. I mean, she, she bit a dick off and slit a throat. You know? That, <laughs> That's a crazy Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then that's... And then now you got, the, you know, the showdown between the father, who's a fucking clown, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the father and Krug... And he does, like, some Home Alone shit first, where he's, like, setting things <laughs> up. Insane. I didn't know what his goal was, but that whole electricity in the water thing, I just thought that was kind was, of funny. It was weird. Me, but... It was silly, yeah. It gets weird. Uh, like, they're, they're, like, when the parents fight back, it's strange. Yes. Because yeah. the electricity... Yes, it... That's not how he kills him, though. Right, exactly. No. And Krug is fighting this father, John. His real name is Gaylord, by the way. Can we just... <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even say that before, but yeah. <laughs> yeah rough, man. Um, yeah, he's swinging pretty hard at Krug, and Krug is like somehow just laughing everything off as if he's some type of supervillain. Yeah, well, he is. <laughs> I guess he was in prison and all, but he's getting socked in the face, like, and, and, and he's laughing at the father. Like, he's got psycho like power. Psycho power. <laughs> yes, he's the M. Bison. <laughs> the M. Bison of this movie. Um, the ending was a, a bit strange because the cops do come in at the very last second and they try to convince the father to not move forward with what he's about to do. The father grabbed the chainsaw yeah. and he's kind of like walking around the house with the chainsaw. Krug is now finally starting to show some like some fear, you know, because it's he, chainsaw. He, you know, they go through some furniture first. You know what I mean? They go through quite a bit of furniture. Oh, you got to use the chainsaw. Yeah, exactly. And ultimately, I think that that electricity thing kind of stuns him. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And then the end result is, he, yeah, I guess he, he 
Krug gets chopped up with the chainsaw. And the cops are there. And the cops said, whoa, hold on a second. You don't want to do that. You know, maybe put that chainsaw down. But the father decides that he's going to go through with it anyway. And he does. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's how the movie ends. Yeah, that's it. You know, so you, now it's just the mother and father that would live on. Uh, that's fucking crazy. And then I saw that they were considering making a sequel to this movie. Yeah, I don't even know what that was supposed to be about. But there was there was an advertisement for it in, in a movie. Like a, like a trailer of sorts. I don't think there was any footage, obviously, but... It was like announced verbally, you know, in like a, like an old trailer. Right. Well, apparently, yeah, it was going to take place at like a summer camp or something. Crew got a summer camp. How are you going to just omit what just happened to him? The right. Mo- the movie literally ends with him getting chainsawed. So the idea that they would even make a sequel is weird. Yeah. Well, they didn't. You know what I mean? But they they made they made a remake. Right. Which we even talked that, about. Yeah. They should have just left it alone. I think. But. Yeah. Well, this so this movie is sort of based on um, an old Swedish film called The Virgin Spring. Uh, it's a movie by Bergman. It's uh, from nineteen sixty, and it's essentially a very similar story, but done art housey. You know, um, yeah. So that's sort of where he got this from. So he had a very like exploited sort of version of that, very graphic version of that movie. If you saw that movie, you wouldn't have these kind of feelings. You know, it's just like a fucked up movie. More of like a tragedy, you know, like the Shakespearean sort of tragedy of sorts. But this this is, you know, just schlock, you know, because like I said, you have so much of the movie is just horrible people doing horrible things to innocent people. And that's just what yeah. you're watching for quite a bit. So, um, <clears throat> But I think it's sort of worth watching just to see a piece of film history, I suppose, because a lot of things came out of this. Um, a lot of people do talk about this movie. You've heard of it before, obviously. Yeah. The, apparently, the naming convention, you know, it, it, it's a lot of things have taken similar names. Right. I don't know. I'm not going to say it. At first, I tried to watch this movie for free using some streaming service called Tubi. Oh, you, Tubi you has know? a lot of yeah. Tubi has a lot of horror movies on it. I rented it on Apple for three ninety nine. Okay, so you paid for it. I paid four bucks. Yeah. Um, obviously, not a big deal. But, right. but who's getting that money? <laughs> I don't know. The studio, I guess. I don't, I don't want Krug getting any of the money. <laughs> you don't want David Hess getting that money? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, David Hess is fucking dead, so he's not getting anything. Oh, when did he die? Like like 10 years ago. Oh, Chainsaw? Yeah. <laughs> chainsaw to the face. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know that. Well, and I, guess, I mean, you know, Wes, Wes Craven died too. I mean, mm. on the actually on the anniversary of this movie. On like the 40-something anniversary of this movie, yeah. I mean, listen, Wes Craven went on to make a lot of great stuff, obviously. He's a horror icon, Freddy Krueger. Obviously, Krug and Krueger, they sort of, you know, the name play is there. Yep. It's not, not nothing hidden there. I mean, you, know, you can figure that out. But I'm glad you watched it. I, I you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> Justin told me I was, like, sadistic for making you watch. I'm like, why? I'm like, it's... He's like, he's like, he, that's, he's like that's a hard movie to get through. I'm like, I know, but I think that... I'm like, look, A, everybody's seen worse than this. You know what I mean? Obviously. But I was like, I think it's kind of part of film horror history. Um, and as far as, like, two major horror icons first starting off with something like this, if anything, it's just sort of shocking, you know? And that's exactly the reaction I got from you, you know, even, like, when we were talking through through text. I think it was some movie that's worth seeing at least once just to see it. Yeah, I don't regret, I don't regret seeing it, even though it was difficult for me to get through initially the fact that melissa already saw it 
and she was willing to watch it with me that made me it made it a lot easier for me to to get through because when I'm by myself and I'm watching something like this and it just I have there's no outlet for the thoughts that I'm you know having about this movie which is so many the truck with the chickens at the end there's like the two cops this stupid old pickup truck with some old black lady with a bunch of chickens and they need the the cops say that they need a ride but the (laughs) lady like laughing at them and oh you know if you had to sum up your thoughts on the movie i mean a would you tell anyone wants to watch it or B, do you did you find anything redeeming about it? Did you think it was a decent movie? Do you have like a rating for it? Like, what what, what do you think? I think that um, you know, if somebody was to ask me whether or not they should watch the movie, I mean, I would probably say, you know, I would just give them a warning. Most likely, I would just say, listen, if you if you're gonna watch this, you know, keep in mind that there's almost like like they they were trying very hard to do this shock value thing especially back then a lot of stuff that was you know it caused an uproar from what i understand multiple like movie theaters and stuff like didn't yeah. want to play they, it, you know so i would let people know that i think it's worth watching once um as long as you do repeat to yourself over and over again that it's just a movie <laughs> like the tagline um, <laughs> but there was a lot of things about the movie that i thought were were very poorly done, you know, like the, the music, what, the, I don't know what they were going for with that. You know what I mean? Like, Cause you realize that at one point that like there's music playing about them. Yeah. Like, like it's a fucking cartoon or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a very odd type of humor in it. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't even use the word humor just because like, I don't think I laughed at any point, you know, it was a lot of cringe stuff, you know, stuff that I'm just like, I don't know. It made me. It made me feel not good, and I guess that's what they were going for. Oh yeah, it's unsettling. Yeah, watch this movie and feel bad about yourself. So, um, you know, as for rating it, it would be it would get rated very poorly in my book. You know, from you know one to ten, I would probably only give it like three. You know, sure. Um, Because I don't. I don't think that shock value stuff like that deserves to be rewarded i don't think that it should be i don't think that's the measurement of a good movie is like oh how shocking is it because anybody can make a movie that has horrific shit in it the whole point is is that try to do it a little bit more tastefully yeah so i think well you know when everything's said and done i think it's a poor movie well, did you like uh, any? Did you like anything about the movie? Was there anything they actually kind of did like? Um, hmm. it could be no. I mean, it's totally I know. Fun. Well, that's I'm thinking about it. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to think if there was anything. Um, but I'm um, I'm honestly yes. I liked the font on the birthday, the happy birthday sign. <laughs> was very nice, man. I and you know the mother brings it up. She's like, oh, that's a nice sign. Um. <laughs> But it's true. That was actually a really nice sign. It's not like from the office. It is your birthday period. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I think that 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 might have been it. You know, the fact that in the, during that movie, as they're switching between, they're cutting from girls getting raped to the father being like this horn dog all over his wife while she's trying to get this cake ready and she's trying to get things ready for her child's yeah, birthday. Yeah, a lot of strange like, juxtaposition. 
yeah, the father just is like, yo, I need to get some. I need to get some. I need, like, he's just such a horn dog. And I, and I just was like, wow, I don't know, man. It makes me wonder, like, when people make shit like this. That's, I think that's part of the issue that I have with horror movies in general. It's like, that when you make something so sick, wouldn't that make you sick? You're the one that's thinking of it. And not only that, you're the one that's creating it. You're creating disturbing stuff that's making other people feel uncomfortable, which is fine, I guess, because it is considered entertainment. But you're, where are you getting these ideas from? So I don't even know how people do it. I'll be honest with you. Well, I, I mean, yeah, it's the same. It's the same theory as like roller coasters, right? You put yourself in the seat of fear for that thrill, you know, and the satisfaction afterwards. So I mean, it's that. That's generally like the attraction of horror movies, right? And you know, we see cycles of horror movies just, you know, repeat all the time, right? Because they always need to sort of keep things fresh, and everything's been done. So it just keeps right. going in this cycle, basically. And you, you know, you have like you know the '30s, the '40s, the classic monsters, and then sci-fi movies in the '50s, the '60s. You start getting like a little more artsy, have a story, make you think. You know, the the horror is different, right? And, and you know, and then you get the slasher movies. You know, like that are just you know fun to watch. You know, a bunch of people getting killed off in creative ways, and you joke mm-hmm. around with your friends. Something to watch with, with a bunch of people. You know. And then what happens is, like, it, it sort of, you know, everything starts to come back. And now we've had these exploitation movies in the 70s, and they weren't just horror movies, they were everything. But you saw them again. Saw, fucking hostile. These were just, you know, they called it torture porn. And they're like, oh, the, it's it's a disgrace to the slasher genre. You know, the slashes were so refined, and then you got this. And, you know, it just keeps going in a cycle, you know. We, we keep, now we're getting more, like, you know, a little bit of more artsy sort of horror stuff. So, you know, everything, we've seen it all. You know, and they just keep finding ways to make it fresh. And this was definitely the way to do it back then. And we'll see it again, you know. Yeah, I mean, and then that, that Scream movie comes out, but you said Wes Craven died. Well, he, yeah, he passed away. Uh, the last movie he did was Scream 4. So then... This was, yeah, this was this is being done by someone else. It's just, he created the Scream franchise. It's just, I mean, I think, I think he might have had a plan for like a Scream 4, 5, and 6, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I don't really know for certain to i i think that was a thing so they had ideas perhaps but it's getting phenomenal reviews for a fifth movie in a franchise hmm. yeah yeah i've only watched the first one maybe i've watched the second one but i definitely didn't watch you know three four five all that right but i do want to see this one yeah um so i'm gonna watch that i think it comes out soon right uh this weekend at the, at the time of, of this recording Actually, at the time of this recording, it's coming out tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. You have to see it in theater? It's not playing anywhere else but theaters for now, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can wait. Yeah, I'm going to wind up waiting. Whatever. All right, so, I mean, I'm glad you watched it, obviously. And, uh, you know, I think it was really... I liked hearing your opinion about it, you know what I mean? Especially because you knew nothing about it. It's been out for fucking ever, you know what I mean? It's been out for uh, 50 years, basically. Uh, right. Actually, yeah, fifty years. I don't, I don't know what the actual date was. It might have been August, but yeah, about fifty years. You know, it was, it was cool to hear your opinion on it. I'm happy, uh, happy it came on, Sean. Oh, I cannot wait to see. All right, listen, we, <laughs> this is a really dark movie, and we'll try to stay far away from from this kind of stuff in the future, so we can have more fun with this. But I did, I thought that it was actually a pretty cool idea for this uh, particular month. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll get you a uh, palate cleanser for the next one. <laughs> Word. <laughs> All yeah, right. Man. Well, thank. Uh, thanks for having me. It's yeah, been man. Real. 
All right, I'll talk to uh, you soon. All right. So hit us up on the show, man, guys. Good night. <laughs> all right. Good, good night, guys. Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. She's like, I got a condom right here. And she's like, uh, I meant beers. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, I need beer to fuck that guy with his fake Dexter haircut. <laughs> Yeah, at least that was actually one of the better scenes, at least, because they had all of the, you know, all the mining um, clothing up top. And yeah, yeah. Chains and, it was, and they were all falling know. down. There was this, yeah, it was a suspenseful scene, for sure. Yeah. Hey, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin... All you That's need to me. do. Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81. And if you want to follow me on Slasher, the horror-based social media site, you can find me at Sexy Vampire Teeth Pod. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can't. I'm off the stuff. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. <laughs>